It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, yes, we got to talk about it. I'm sick. I, I really can't be doing this. Uh, but we got to talk about it real fast. The Orlando Magic at the Philadelphia 76ers. It was as bad as the score suggests. Let's, uh, let's, let's burn through this real quickly. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is November 28th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman Reich, the host and the, the editor and site expert over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Very, very under the weather here, um, but still trying to deliver uh, some cogent analysis here um, as the Orlando Magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 133 to 103. You know, on today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to break it down. We're going to talk a little bit about it and what. Excuse me. What the magic uh, can learn and hopefully grow from what was just an, an, an abysmal performance for the team. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, it's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKEDON. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, where do you want to start with this one? Um, do, do, do you want to start with the poorest defense and the lack of inside presence that gave up 72 points in the paint? Do you want to start with the turnovers and lack of force offensively? That gave up twenty, I think, twenty-four points off turnovers and twenty-six fast break points. Do you want to start with the frustration, and it's real frustration, that Markel Fultz was upgraded to questionable before this game, raising hopes that the point guard would make his season debut, only for the team to pull back and say we're going to give him a couple more days. So maybe Wednesday, maybe Friday, probably not Friday. I think they'll they'll bring him at home, but um, who knows? There are a lot of places to start with this team. Um, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of things working against this group. And <coughs> and I've never heard a coach so openly just say how, how, how much these injuries have affected the squad. Um, I've never heard, you know, coaches always say next man up. And, and it's a cliche, but it's true. The schedule does not care who you have, uh, who you have available and when they're available. It, it, it just goes. Coaches learn to live with it and learn to push through it, but the Magic are playing with seven players right now. You know, eight, they, They're required to have eight, but they're, they're a misshaped, mismatched roster. And, and frankly, while there's a lot of people who want to 
pile on the team, and, and certainly 5-15 and 15 is not where you want to be at the quarter mark of the season, and, and, and there's plenty to to analyze, and we'll get into some of the first quarter stuff uh, a little later on in the week. There's there, there, there's plenty, uh, plenty to break down and explain why this is the case and why this team is struggling so much, but it all comes back to injuries. You know, injuries might describe why the team fades in the fourth quarter. It might describe why certain lineups just don't work and, 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 and the team can't build a consistent rotation or manage a rotation effectively. All that might be true and all that is certainly caused by the injuries. But there's still a baseline of effort that the team needs to play with. There's still a solid grounding that this team needs to be on. And at the end of the day, this team should be used to these absences. And they need guys to step up. Now, a long-term thinker like me, who views the season as a long-term thing, might argue, and I do would argue, that even failure right now is revealing a lot about the Magic, is revealing a lot about the future of this team. Like, what part does Mo Bamba have to play? And, and yes, he left the game with back spasms if... He's getting only a rebound. He got four rebounds in Friday's game. Learning that is important too, knowing which pieces and players you need to build around. But there is still the present and there's still the now. And the Magic have to do better. The Magic want to be a team that is growing into a playoff contending team, into a championship contending team eventually. And that starts with the groundwork they laid today. They may not have the talent to win, they may not have the bodies to win, but they can certainly play the right way. They can certainly play with effort and energy. Jamal Mosley's as diplomatic as they come, and very, very clearly he was upset Sunday night with the team's defensive effort intensity, their defensive energy, and their effort overall. This kind of a game is just plainly unacceptable. No matter who is in or out of the lineup, and the fact that it was against the Philadelphia 76ers playing without Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, James Harden for the second straight time getting outworked. That's, that just can't happen. That can't be what this team is about. Now, there's a lot of mental fatigue. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of physical fatigue having to take on roles that players are uncomfortable with and learning them on the fly. Um, I am... Still amazed at Franz Wagner being able to learn how to play point guard in the NBA as quickly as he has. But look, he's not confusing anyone as a top 10, top 15 point guard or anything like that. As good as he's been. (coughs) The Magic have to find their way to play. They have to find that baseline. And they have to play to that level every single night. That isn't something that we should be talking about at this point. Enough of these guys are experienced enough that they should know how to do that. And in any case, they should know as a team that they're not winning any games unless they are the ones putting the pressure on, unless they are the ones outworking everyone else. And that's frankly something that's been missing. Orlando lets teams punch them. And yeah, they're able to respond most nights, but they're very rarely the aggressors. And 
This team isn't going to win games like that. Just plain and simple. The Magic know, though, that a lot of their problems will get fixed with injury. Their interior defense, Wendell Carter is the guy. Bull Bull and Mo Bamba are not good defenders. Wendell Carter covers up a, a good chunk of their mistakes. Not all of them, obviously, but a good chunk. And they miss him dearly because they have no one else who can really rebound consistently. Um, getting Markel Fultz back will help organize this team. Everyone kind of feels and senses that, and it's just a matter of getting him back on the court and getting him back into rhythm that's going to help. Adding a Jalen Suggs back is going to give you further depth. Adding Cole Anthony is going to give you further depth. The Magic's biggest problem is they're asking guys not only to play roles they're not comfortable with, they're asking them to play more than they anticipated. But it's not like these guys can't contribute. It's not like we can watch even Franz and Paolo and say they can be better. It's not like we can watch Mo and Bull and say they can be better or Gary and say he can be better. The Magic aren't playing good. And frankly, it's reductive. It sounds simple. The Magic can't win if they don't play well. And that's what this all comes down to. Is the Magic have to find that baseline. That baseline of effort, that baseline of energy, if they want to compete. There isn't much to say about this game. The Sixers just rocked the Magic. They did whatever they wanted. They got to the basket whenever they wanted. They hit threes whenever they wanted. The Magic were chasing the game the entire way. Yeah, they took a seven-point lead in the first quarter, but that erased, that was erased so quickly. It, the defense was never there to begin with. It was only a matter of time before the Magic stopped hitting shots. And this is what happens to a team that's undermanned, under-talented, when they don't play with the effort and intensity they need. This cannot happen again. Plain and simple. And if the Magic want to level up, if they want to be held accountable, they need to hold themselves accountable to that marker. We're going to go through the box score real fast uh, and then uh, chat a little bit about tonight's game against the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want. Wherever you want it from a community of local hosts, browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance, terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. So forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com or Taro.com. Sorry, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Taro.com. That's T-U-R-O.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, be sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. There's a lot to say about this game. Uh, probably the best sick episode I could do um, because I, I, I have 10 minutes of content and then I need to kind of rest. Um, but um, uh, just, let's go through the box score real fast. Just kind of talk about a few things here. Um, Paolo Beccaro leads the Magic at scoring with 18 points. 7 for 17 shooting, 1 for 4, 3 for 6 from the line. Um, Paolo's still working his way back in. Um, I, I would say this, and this goes for Franz too. Franz had a, had a decent game, 17 points, 6 for 11 shooting. Four for five from the foul line, two assists, two turnovers for him. Um, both Paolo and Franz are starting to run into the same problem. Franz knows how to deal with it better. Um, Franz is really breaking down defenses really well and making the right pass out of double teams really well. Like he's Franz is just incredible. I I, I love watching Franz so much. Like he's just so much fun. Um, but Paolo doesn't know how to quite beat these yet. Um, teams are starting to wall the Magic. Um, they know the Magic want to get in the paint. They know they could collapse the paint, and they know that the shooters aren't going to be a problem. And that, frankly, neither Franz nor Paolo are fantastic passers out of those double teams yet. Um, so they know they could get away with it. Um, that they may not make the pass on time on target. Um, you know, the Magic don't have a lot of shooters anyway. Um, and so you're starting to see teams like wall the Magic up a little bit, um, really collapse the paint around those guys, and make those those kickout passes a lot harder. Um, you know, again, the way to solve that is hit some shots. Um, you know, make that pass early. Um, you know, to to, to the three point line, and make some open shots. Like that, that's how you're going to break these defenses down right now. Um, you know, this is hey, I, I you know, like I'll like I again, I want to repeat this this notion. Um, you know, maybe maybe I maybe I need to do some a deeper dive on this, but um, I I, I often said and I, I thought this last year, and I I still believe this today. The Magic are coaching the team they want to be and playing as a team they want to be rather than the team they are. And so I think, yeah, if, if, if you're looking at things through that lens and that perspective, failure is really valuable information. Like knowing that you need shooters so that Franz and Paolo can drive to the basket at will, that, you know, that, A, that sounds obvious, but B, that tells you what you need. And so you can start picking out the players that are struggling to shoot that are, you know, again, Orlando shot 12 for 40 from beyond the arc. They missed some open. They missed some open ones. You know, I, I didn't really hate the Magic's looks. They they definitely settled for threes. You know, just not a lot of aggression, not a lot of like energy and and pace to their game. Sorry, I am really sick, guys. I'm sorry. Um, and so and so the Magic just couldn't get that driving force to get themselves back in the game. And you know, again, if it's it, it sounds obvious, have shooters. It's like very clear what the Magic need. And I, I still think that's valuable. Like again, yes, the Magic should play better. Yes, the Magic should be in these games and be competitive and, and all that stuff. But failure is important to learn too. Failure is important to know, okay, this doesn't work with this group. Either let's find a player that does make this work or if we really like a player, you know, again, and I think this is kind of where Bull Bull is going to fall. Um, if we really like a player, let's figure out how to make it work with him. Um, that's kind of where this team is at. So, you know, again, I would say view failure as learning. Um, you know, again, I don't think they should stick with stuff that's clearly failing for so long. The zone's been a disaster, and, and honestly, the zone I think they're doing to cover 
uh, for Bull Bull a little bit and Mobamba a little bit, and it's not working because they're still bad at it. Um, but uh, but it's 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 not good. Let me get. I've talked about them a little bit. Um, Bull Bull six points, three for six shooting, four rebounds, three assists, four turnovers. Um, Mobamba three points, one for three shooting, one for three from deep. One rebound, um, played only 11 and a half minutes as he left the game at halftime with back spasms, so maybe that was slowing him down. But look, um, the Magic need an inside presence. They need someone who's going to deter at the rim. Um, they need someone who's just going to be good defensively. And I, I, I look, I know everyone loves Bull. He's not good defensively. He, yeah, he blocks a few shots. He's engaged when he's on the ball, but... You know, he doesn't get into a good defensive stance, so he could get blown by when he gets switched on to the perimeter. Um, Mo Bamba is dropping on switches and is not staying at the level of the screen and, and really deterring the ball handler, so he's getting run at a lot. Um, and he's just—these guys are big. They're, they are versatile. They can move a little bit, but they can't move their feet. And it's killing this Magic defense. Like, you can't play Bull and Bamba together. They, they're just a sieve. Um, and— you know, Wendell, again, covers a lot of these mistakes because he is that good. But it's the issue with the Magic right now is they don't defend anybody. They don't get deflections. They don't get steals. They don't get turnovers. They don't get fast break points. You know, they're not getting easy looks and they're not getting easy shots because their defense is just so all over the place. It, it's it's not good um, by any stretch of the imagination. It's just, it's just not good. And it's unacceptable because this team wants to be a defensive team. Now, and Jonathan Isaac gets back. He covers for some of those mistakes when, um, you know, when when the Magic are fully healthy, they'll be able to kind of balance their lineups and rotations. You know, again, any minute there's a stretch of the second quarter, the Magic were down. The stretch at the beginning of the second quarter, um, the Magic were playing without Paolo and Franz on the floor, and it just felt like the Magic just need to survive these minutes. Like these are not going to be productive minutes. And I think the lead ballooned up to 11 at that point, and that's when the Magic really lost the game, or lost their grip on the game. Um, but yeah, to some extent, it's unavoidable with how depleted the roster is. So, you know, getting some guys healthy is going to help balance these rotations, help put guys in better spots. And at the same time, I, I do agree that um, that Jamal Mosley has to do a better job putting players, you know, making things easier for players. And that's something that he hasn't necessarily done a great job of. Um, again, not a lot to say. Uh, some other notable scores, Mo Wagner. And Caleb Houston each had 12, a career high for Caleb Houston, four for eight from Young Young for him. Some solid shooting from him. Again, just a lot of it coming at the end of the game. I'm not going to read too much into it. RJ Hampton with 11 points on three for nine shooting, did get to line five for five. Orlando shoots 45.6% from the floor. They were much lower than that for much of the game. 12 for 40 from beyond the arc, 19 for 25 from the foul line. They have 16 turnovers leading to 26 Philadelphia points. Sixers led scored by Shake Milton, 10 for 13 shooting, 29 points. Tobias Harris with 25, 10 for 14 shooting. And then off the bench, uh, Paul Reed uh, with the uh, Wakaiva alum with 12. Daniel House with 19. Philadelphia just poured it on. Everything worked. Orlando couldn't stop anyone, couldn't stop anything. None of it mattered at the end. Um, so just, just a frustrating game, a frustrating effort. Um, the Magic can and should be a whole lot better. I'm going to quick wrap this show here, talk a little bit about tonight's game against the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Price Picks. Daily fantasy, daily fantasy games can be really hard. Um, you're playing these gigantic player pools um, against a bunch of people, and a lot of them are sharks. A lot of the guys, you know, if you actually play some of these other daily fantasy games, 
a lot of the guys that are winning are the same guys every time and you're just struggling to survive and make up your money. You're excited when you get your money back. That's not the way to play daily fantasy. The way to play daily fantasy is with prize picks. Here's how the game works. You pick two to six players and if they go on to score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money. So if you think Franz Wagner is going to have 21 and a half points tonight, you take the you take you say he's going to score more than that, and you put put together your your prize your 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 little uh, pick pool, and move and and put that together, and you have a chance to win some big money. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, and a whole lot more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. It has safe and fast withdrawals. It's currently operation, operational in more than 30 states, including here in Florida and Canada, too. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports today. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Like I said, I, I, I need to get out of here so because I am not feeling good, so I apologize about the, the audio quality of my voice and the energy that I have. Um, obviously, just a disappointing game, just an awful, awful, awful game for the Orlando Magic. There's not a whole lot to say. The good news is it's the NBA, and there's another game on the way. The Orlando Magic take on the Brooklyn Nets, and honestly, I, I hate this. It seems like every year the Orlando Magic have an Orlando to Brooklyn back-to-back. It is a schedule loss. Um, they did win it last year. Um, you know when both teams were really hit with COVID, um, so it's not impossible for the Magic to win. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Magic have no chance, but they are playing some really bad basketball. The Nets are starting to come around. They got Kyrie Irving. They got Kevin Durant. You know those guys could carry them to a win, even if the even if the other players are not not looking good. I would say the Magic would have, would would stand a decent chance if Wendell Carter plays, just because the Nets really have no inside presence, and so. Having a good defensive center, a good rebounder, is really key. Um, yeah, the Magic's length might give them a little bit of problems without that backline defender. I, I'm not optimistic about this game. Um, look, Orlando right now is just limping until they can get healthy, until they can get some bodies back, until they can feel that energy again. You know, it certainly felt like they were turning a good corner last last week, but you know, honestly, the more these guys play and the more these guys push through, um, having to do too much the more they're going to get hurt, the more they're going to get injured. Like it's, it's, it's a site. It's a really like kind of feedback loop type type deal. Um, it's, it's not good. Um, no doubt about it. It's not good. And you know, the magic, the magic just got to find it, man. It's, it's, it, you know, tonight, I don't care what the score is. 
I want to see this team play with effort. I want to see this team lock in for longer stretches um, and, and just show us that baseline of who they can be. Um, just compete. Like, again, that's that's the most basic, simple thing, and they should be beyond this point. But after this weekend, after these two games, Friday and, su- and Sunday, that's all we can ask for. That's all we have to. That's all we have to see right now, and all we have to say right now is we need to see this team get back to the level that we were accustomed to for most of the first twenty games, and understanding that, yeah, when they get healthy, they're going to have a better chance to win some of these games uh, down the road. They are still good enough to compete. Um, you know, win every night, probably not, but they can still surprise people, and it's up to them to really make that choice to do it. So, the Magic take on the Nets tonight at seven thirty. We'll have complete coverage of that game coming up on our next episode of Locked on Magic. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast and able to see advice for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Now that you're done listening to us, go make your next lesson. Next listen. The Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. I'm going to go make some chicken noodle soup or something. Uh, hopefully, I'm feeling a lot better tomorrow. Then I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Phil Boston. Like we'll see you on the next time for another episode of Locked On Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.